0: What is Jarell doing with all those coins? It's very frustrating to everyone in the party. He doesn't want us to know. No one knows what's going on. This week on Hapless Heroes.
1: It, I mean, come on, Jarell. Just bash him and bring him down. Let's do this.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco. I'm your host and DM as we as the final battle rages on. Joining me is the same cast of characters. You know them. You love them. Starting on my virtual left, we have Dave playing Vecna, but good.
3: Insert labored
1: breathing here. (laughs)
2: Love that. (laughs) Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind.
1: Always at my service.
2: Nicole as Boris the butcher. Hi there. Zach as Paradox Lincoln Woods and occasionally Pregnart.
0: Blink and you'll miss me. <laughs> get get it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't get it. That's a nice callback. It's a nice callback. Uh, and John is Lord Gerald the Light and sometimes
4: Doctor Didou. I can see Larlock, but I can't hit Larlock.
2: Yeah. So. Last episode, there was a bit of a swing in the fight. Uh, a lot of people spent turns doing nothing. I, I have I have it here marked that there are um, three people currently cursed by Vecna. Uh, that is I got Boris Quinn and Jarel, mm-hmm. or not by Vecna. By Lar- I said by Larlock, right? I said by Larlock and not by Vecna. I didn't actually fuck <laughs> up. And now I'm just catching a mistake I didn't make. No, okay. you probably fucked up. I
3: don't know.
0: I think you actually called him mom which is really embarrassing for you. That is really (laughs) embarrassing for me, for sure.
2: Uh, so we were about to get to the top of initiative. Um, I had mentioned that Larlock started doing something, channeling some sort of spell, like gesturing with his arm in like one of his arms. And then like, you know, hold like touching the, uh, unconscious body of Vecna with the other, um, at that end of the turn. So we are about to get to the top of initiative. Um, but I wanna just guide everyone's attention to, this This fight's been raging for a while now, both before with Vec- against Vecna and now against Larlock. And, you know, I think that with just the, the chaos that's been happening, you know, our surroundings have sort of literally faded into the backdrop. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the scenery like the backdrop the actual backdrop like this like the sky when you look into it uh, I remember Dave describing some of like the things that we were seeing as almost like shards before when we were looking out to the heavens right and seeing all of these shards coming together right to form this sort of like unholy mishmash of all of the different like essentially like
4: Worlds that Vecna.
2: At this stole.
0: point, your, your standard multiverse imagery.
4: <laughs> We've all seen it now. <laughs> um
2: Sure. But these those shards, right? Like, you know, they all kind of came together and created this like space that we're all fighting in. Um,
0: but Yeah, from the in, 2023 multiverse lookbook.
2: Yes. You can find it there. It's a, it's an easy reference guide. Um, but that 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 purplish, like hazy sky now. Is you can start to actually see cracks forming, as if there were, as if it were almost set into glass. Now you didn't traverse through any glass, right? To get here, you were just launched here from Legradex. But it almost looks like the sky is cracking.
4: So, would we be able to notice if, like? Is there, are there breaking points, or is it just like are we in a giant dome, or like a, is something encasing us, or? I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <yeah, yeah>, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's a great question, John. Um, maybe we can explore that some more in a bit. I just wanted okay. to start. I, I wanted to start creating that scenery a little bit. That this is starting to happen now as this fight continues to uh, happen. So at the top of initiative, we reach. Larlock's turn. Um, And he is essentially going to mutter something to himself, and he's just going to say, I just need you to go away for a little while, Fechno, while I deal with these idiots, and I can't, I just can't get, have you getting in my way. Or having these, or having them figure out how to save you, I guess. And he will, um, he's going to cast a spell. And it is let me just make sure I get the right name of it, yes, Demiplane there will be a, what looks like almost a door that opens up, like a shadowy door that appears behind Larlock, and he takes Vecna's body and just kind of like hucks it into the door and shuts the door rude Great.
1: no thank you
2: and y'all can see this yeah 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 so yeah and y'all see this even because like again with the monocles and all the stuff right you see this happen
0: peridol's still on the ethereal plane right
2: um yes but at the start of your turn you will be able to appear somewhere within um why don't we just say it's like 20 feet of where you're standing
0: um and, and then i'll see that vecna just gone Yeah, because you don't have a monocle.
2: Yes, the door is still there. Like, the door exists there for a time. It doesn't just, like, immediately disappear.
0: Yeah, I I don't have a monocle. I don't have any, like... No one really knows what I'm doing in the Ethereal Plane. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Yep. I'm just Uh, out there.
2: You are. Um, But that's what Larlock's going to do, and then he's going to, again, fly... 30 feet into the air. And he's gonna just start cackling. And he's like, and he's just gonna say, I've already won. You could just give up now and this would be so much easier. Boris, it's gonna be your turn. At the start of your turn, because of the fact that you did make an attack against Larlock and did try to actually, like, make a melee attack, I I recall you were cursed him i have a note here on my thing that says you're cursed
5: did i make a melee attack
2: i didn't fling my dagger at him did you fling it from melee range i'm trying to remember i just edited this episode too and i feel like i i I forget
5: i don't think i actually got close enough to have actually been able for it to have been melee range because there was nobody within range close enough for me to be able to sneak attack
2: yeah, that's kind of what I just wanted to confirm. Is I was wondering if they marked it wrong and marked it that you were cursed. but It's actually Quinn that got cursed because he stabbed him. And yes, Quinn, I do remember you did seven damage to Larlock. And our audience remembers too, as they reminded me so kindly in Discord today. Um... But, I think
4: Boris did stab him at some point. I, I can't remember if it was with it was flung. But I think
2: to... you might have flung it from melee range to specifically avoid this from happening potentially, because I don't think you touched him in any other way.
5: I'm pretty sure uh, I threw it. Yeah. yeah okay. So,
2: were you still flying, kind of in the same area you've sort of been hovering? I feel like that's that's. that's yeah, why, I was trying I to. I was trying last... to
5: stay in Jarl's bubble. Yeah. Yes. Jarl so, asked
4: you to uh, give to do one of the monads.
5: Yes, and you did. Oh, yeah. Oh
2: okay. yes. No, no, you did not. You have to drop one down. You gave okay. one. You, you, st- you stuck one on Quinn's face and you stuck one yes. on Jarrell's face. Yes. Okay. Um, it's a lot to keep track of in this fight. So many things mm-hmm. have happened. So that was the last instruction you received was to give to do a monocle. Um, and then Larlock himself is about the same like elevation or like height you are, right? About 30 feet in the air or so. Um, Mm -hmm. But 30 feet ahead of you, like north.
5: Mm. Okay, I'm going to stick with the monocle thing now that I've been reminded of that. Thank you.
2: And no, actually, (laughs) hold on. I remember you did land to try to stab Larlock because you thought you were going to get sneak attack on Vecna's unconscious body within five feet. So you're actually now 30 feet below where Larlock is.
5: Okay. Cool.
2: I remember now. Yes, I remember now. We're good. (laughs) Now we have everything
5: settled. I'm gonna go give to do a, a monocle anyway. I'm gonna focus on that task right now. Okay.
2: So you'll you'll use your thirty feet then to fly to where the pile of coins are, right? And where to do is, and you're gonna yep. just stick a monocle on them.
5: Yep. Yep. A gum monocle, same that everybody else is getting. <laughs> Boris is just constantly chewing gum in this
2: fight to make sure that she has adhesive for equipment. I mean, it's <laughs> safe to
5: assume that Boris has been constantly chewing gum since she was reintroduced as a character. I don't constantly yeah, yeah, say it, yeah. but assume that there is just a stream of bubblegum cigar going from pocket to mouth, like every like 30 minutes or so. If we were not doing so before, we certainly are now.
0: Uh, we need to get Boris to a dentist as soon as this fight is over. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what dentists looked like in this day and age. Anyways, um, anything else on your turn, Boris? I mean, I'm gonna say you're, you probably used your action to then, you know, like essentially plop that monocle on. But you have a bonus action; you have stuff you could do. I feel like, you know, yeah. What I is,
5: mean? is Pregnard over here with to do?
2: No, Pregnard has been uh, hidden, safe somewhere. I feel yeah. like I don't. We don't really quite.
4: I don't have feet a feet cl- to the right and behind us, behind one of the pillars. Yeah. Yes, to the other pillar.
5: Yeah, Nobody I mean, else that's me. unmonocled is close to me then. Um, I'm just going to like kind of yeah, hide behind some of the gold coins. That's I'm going to round out my turn. Hide behind some of the yeah, gold coins? Yeah, it's a giant pile. Like, I just, you know, I'm like, no,
2: it's a, pile not like a giant pile. pile. I don't think you realize, like, I mean, 2000 coins is a lot, but it's not as much as you think it is when it's all and, just falling to the ground. These- it didn't still, like, like it didn't fall into around. a nice little pile you know what i mean yeah. like you just see like
1: <laughs> scrooge mcducking like trying to like swim <laughs> yeah. through it right
2: that's not that's not that's not the pile of gold you're looking at here <laughs> yeah, it's more just like a bunch of coins scattered around the ground that i feel like to has sort of been shaping. like shaping he's shaping it shaping them back together yes yeah. um you could try to hide behind Dudu or jor i guess
4: You've given to do a monocle, right? But no, you yes, cannot hide you
2: behind monocles. the money. You cannot right. hide behind the money. You'd have to produce a lot more money than that to pile it up to hide it behind it. And I realize I just challenged you, and that's not, I don't want you to take that as a challenge. I just want you to know that 2,000 <laughs> coins is not as many as you think it is.
5: <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm just, I helped to do kind of organized. I, I just, like, I see what Dudu is doing with the coins and trying to group them and assist with that for now. Like, I'm sure. just not really doing I'm, a whole lot. I'm still curious where this is going.
2: So, sure. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, and actually, I'm hoping that we'll we'll get to learn now. Uh, It's the Dudu Pregnant turn.
4: Okay. Uh, Once the monocle is on Dudu's head, he will look up and see uh, Larlock horrible standing there and go, it's awful. Uh, and then uses meteor swarm, so you can see where Lalaak is now.
2: Blaz- so it says, blazing orbs of fire plummet to the ground at four different points. You can see within range.
4: I can't make all those points him.
2: A creature in the area of more than one fiery burst is affected only once.
4: Is the last okay. line of the spell. Oh, here. sure, but they still take the twenty d six it would still Sorry, be 20d6,
2: but it's like yeah, you could put all four like on there, but he's not going to take essentially, he's not going to take 80d6. He's still going to only take 20d6. Oh.
4: oh, I do. I wasn't expecting yeah, that. I wasn't expecting that to happen. I just want him to take 20d6 and then another 20d6 of fire damage because that's 40d6. Okay. Um <laughs> That's all I want to do. <laughs> that's
2: fair. And you can do that. Uh, he will legendary resistance and pass the save automatically, so I'm not even gonna roll. Yeah.
4: Um, it still looks like a big fiery explosion that he's coming out of. Like it looks awesome. Just first of all, it's a ninth-level spell, and I wanted him to have to bring that. And um, I'm not immune to that, and it's not a targeted spell, so to me, so
2: yep, yeah, that you can, you that there's no other thing that says I can't do that. So or that you can't do that. So yes, um, I passed the save, but you can still roll the explosion. damage
4: and do you yeah. take
2: half on that I will take half okay. I guess right let's say uh, you know uh, half as much on a successful save for both of the damages so 20 d6 fire and 20 d6 bludgeoning
4: and it just looks like this massive explosion behind him
2: well it just looks like meteors are falling from the sky oh, yeah. and and some of them are hitting larlock <laughs> while he's in the air <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah. is that our turn mm-hmm.
2: I mean, that's that's going to be one of the things. We're going to resolve the damage, but, I mean, if you want to say something, Pregnard, if you need to move or do something, you know what I mean? Like, I'll let you do that.
0: How far um, away from Larlock am I? <sighs> Is Pregnard.
2: I guess he's... I mean, he's 30 feet in the air and 30 feet north of you. You're just to the right of... You're about 20 feet or so to the right of your compa- companions. Okay. Um, so you're looking up just from a slightly different angle than they are, but he's, and you can't see where he is, right? You can see kind of where he's getting hit. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see that the meteors are bouncing off something in midair,
0: uh, <laughs> so I'm right? The square root of thirty squared plus thirty squared away from Lylock. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay.
4: Uh, so seventy-nine. Um, what kind of damage is it? Well, oh, it might matter. I need um, fire and bludgeoning. bludgeoning. It's
2: both magical. Okay.
4: 79 magical bludgeoning so yeah that's, that's divided by two is 39 right uh-huh mm-hmm. and then uh 65 fire damage which that'll be 32
0: oh
2: <laughs> holy crap that's a lot of damage still <laughs> that's why i was trying to do that <laughs> that's, that's 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 still a lot of damage um yeah okay He's going to take all of that damage. Half. And well, he's going to take half of the damage, right? We did the math. It's still 71 damage. Um, turns out 20 D six or 40 D six essentially is still a lot. Even when you cut it in half.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, wow. Larlock. Uh, I guess you can't really see exactly what he looks like because of the fact that he's still invisible.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but I'm going to have to make a uh,
4: I'm going to have to make a, a check here. Does he start on fire or no?
2: I'll uh, well, have to determine if anything he's actually, like, if he's actually flammable. <laughs> right. Just rolling
0: some stuff. Pregnant just tries to get uh, dedu's attention, making hmm. him aware that he, he wants to... He wants to... Uh, do something on his next turn <laughs> it would be it would be your opportunity to shine because
2: I know that the whole message and curse thing didn't work out for you because we didn't really
0: because yeah. for some reason message doesn't deal damage I don't know how that works <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. um do will say uh, right, Gerald Gerald stay here stay here don't go anywhere.
2: And I should also say that just because of the sheer amount of damage that was dealt, I had to make an incredible concentration check. Greater invisibility ends. Oh. (laughs) Nice. Mirror image remains. Yeah. It seems like he's able to concentrate on more than one spell at the same time.
4: That's impressive.
2: But. Yes, he can break the rules. Uh, But. Um, you know, he he's 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 you can you can see at this point. He looks very singed, he looks very injured, and he starts cursing. Cursing your name.
3: I can't believe I'm being bested by a fucking goose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's nothing else you're doing, right? Did, did you and Pregnant? I think you said you, you you're essentially just You have something that you're you're saving for next time.
4: There's, you know. Uh, Yeah. Okay. You do ask Jarrell to stay where he is. Okay.
2: Quinn, you are cursed. We're going to your turn. So I need you to start your turn by making me a wisdom save.
1: Sure. Do I have any any buffs or anything? You
2: have. uh, You are. Probably exactly 30 feet from Jarrell. So, Yes.
1: Which is what? A D for.
2: Right, is your aura thirty feet? Yeah. Okay. So plus five to your safe?
1: So plus five. five. Okay. Oh, yeah, you do it at oh.
4: advantage plus
1: five. Advantage. Advantage plus Ooh, five. At advantage, thank god. <laughs> okay. Alright, so that's a nineteen, but I I now can also use a my final um, oh my god, what's it called? Um, Countdown? No, when I give you guys the buffs. bardic Inspiration? Bartic Inspiration! Oh my so my I can god. use it on <laughs> myself. So I'm going to do it. Okay, okay, okay. Because I feel like it's going to help. It's time, yep. Okay, 26 total. It's exactly what you yeah. need to pass. <laughs> I literally rolled a 14 plus 5 and then a 7.
2: You may... Do stuff as normal on your turn. Ah,
1: you're screwed. Okay, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I I cut my hands or Quinn cups his hands like a like a, a yodeler or a, a like a what's the thing at the cheerleading things? You know what I'm talking about? A megaphone. Megaphone. So a bullhorn. Bullhorn. Yes, I love it. So he cups his his hands across his mouth, and he just yells power so i am using power word stun which means oh, if shit. he has less, less than, than 150 100, hp 150 hp he uh-huh. is now stunned
2: what level of spell is that eight cool the
1: Iune stone absorbs it yep. that's fine okay so I, <laughs> <that's cool. laughs> a pretty cool spell, and I knew he was gonna end up having less Ioun stones anytime soon. So I might as well try. Uh, but I love that, that for you. Eight, eight levels of his Iune stone. I still have all fifty of mine. So bring it, buddy. Um, I am going to love the confidence right now. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> if he's less than 150, we got Jarrell. We're gonna be fine. Um, I am going to because I still have like two of my little guys left. So I'm going to, the three of us are going to shuffle toward like beneath um, Barlock. So like I'm like, so as he potentially hopefully is going to start coming back down to the ground, I will be within range of him.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. If if he comes back down to the ground. I mean, come on, Drell, just bash him and bring him down. Let's do this. Well, flying can fly still, but we'll see. Right. He was told yeah, yeah, yeah. to stay still. Uh, we'll, we'll
1: figure out. Um, I think that's it. Okay. Because um, I used all my bird of inspiration now. Um, I do have an action surge, but I'm not going to use it. I'm good. I'm done.
2: And you did action surge last time, actually. Um, oh, because, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Syna- synaptic yep. static
1: in the, yeah, okay. Okay. I have the extra attack still, though, but but I didn't attack.
2: Okay, we're gonna cool. do. A couple things are gonna happen here. So first, at the at, on your, uh, Vec, we're gonna go to Vecna's turn. I'm, I'm actually saving some legendary actions for later here in the initiative order. But Vecna, I need you to make an undeath save. We're gonna do that first.
3: Okay. Um, and we started on a new set, right? Yes, we, we are did. now on a new set. Yes. OK. And this is a 15. So that, that is, is a one in the bad fail. column. Successful fail.
2: <laughs> yes. OK, OK. Another thing's going to happen. The sky begins to crack further. And you can actually see almost like a like a chunk of, of of the sky itself, like almost like like break off like a like a like an ice, like almost like an icicle or a shard of gla- like, you know, like, like, a, like a like a like smack a mirror. Right. And just like see all the all the pieces crack, like just a big chunk of it, like falls um, from the sky and then like hits the ground like some ways off in the distance. And like just like shatters, and like what's left in the sky now is just like a black void. And black void. Within that black void, there is like a like a, just like a, like a pale little light that seem that that like kind of appears. Hmm. And is like beginning to shine a little brighter. So not a void. Well, it was. It's it's a void that's slowly being replaced by a light that's shining in. We're going to we're going to resolve that in a second. One little light. One little light. What could it be? Peridil. You can choose to appear somewhere on the material plane again.
0: Is that part of move or is that? No,
2: that's just that is the result of the drinking of that potion that I determined would get you out of the ethereal plane.
0: Blink, baby. I'm going to blink. It's like reverse blink. blink.
2: Yeah. You're going to do it. You're going to you're going to done do a blink.
0: Where are you? I'm going to blink myself into the prime plane. What is this? The material plane? Yeah. Technically, yes. What is the regular plane? The prime material plane. Prime material plane. Is that right? Yes. Nice. Um, I'm going to blink myself within melee range to Lorlock.
2: Okay, that's in the air further than you're going to be allowed
0: to do so. Um, oh. I had mentioned some. Well, I do within- have fly too, right?
2: Yes, that was my you second drank, You drank yeah. the cloudy potion that allows yeah. you to fly. Yes. Yeah. So that's you can definitely. appear essentially about ten feet from where Larlock is, and then could f- you then fly the rest of the distance.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna fucking sword him. I'm okay. gonna slash him <laughs> up right now. That sounds great. How many attacks per
4: action do you get? Five. And then do you still have your uh, bonus actions to make it like... Oh, uh, four
0: attacks per action, then my offhand action. That's insane. <laughs> we'll see. We mm-hmm. will see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have not stopped moving, so I have... You have been in motion still. this
2: whole time. That sounds... Yeah, I yeah, have
0: yeah. evasive footwork still in action. Can I... Am, so, I none of those uh superiority feats conflict with one another i can do like two at a time right
2: um each of them has their own condition that to to be met right and each one spends a superiority die
0: so right um i just need to
2: look i think that it's for each attack action you can probably attach one to it i'm not sure if you could do multiple maneuvers on the same attack i've never really i don't think we've ever tried so we can look it up
0: do you think that preserving my evasive footwork will make it so I cannot do uh, disarming attack? If no, I, try to I get don't that believe little... that's.
2: I don't believe that's how that works. I mean, I think you should be able to. I will. I will give you. I will let you know. Uh, Moments. What is the
0: stone called again? The Ion Stone. Ion Stone. It's not a Ion weapon. Stone. Can You just dislodge an item. It's an
2: object. It's it's it is an object. It's it's it is. I mean, I will remind you that that Boris did try to just steal one off of his head, and it didn't didn't really. Uh,
5: it was not successful. Uh, yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah. With the other superiority, thing, it's just when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expend one superiority die to do the thing. Right. With evasive footwork, mm-hmm. it's just it's just you you spend the superiority die, and until you stop moving, that AC bonus is active. So like these can sure. stack. It's just that. For for the ones that um, happen, like when you, it's, uh, the, the ones that are hit based, essentially, um, you can choose to spend the die once you confirm that the attack has hit.
0: I'm, I may have been confused about what Ion stones actually were in general. He has a bunch of them.
2: Uh, multiple floating around his head.
0: Hmm. Okay. I thought this was something on his person or something. Nope. They okay. are flo-
2: They are floating around his head.
0: Can I uh, passively uh, perceive how many uh, Ion stones are floating around his head? Uh,
2: there are five that are orbiting his head.
4: Hmm. And we've used a lot of spells and uh, five Ion stones. And not five one of them is Five
2: Ion stones, however, um, right? They they are different colors.
1: Yeah, they're all doing different things, right? Yes, they're not all the same. Right. So so if you, so since I have an Ioun stone, I will inform you all. So there are there are a <laughs> bunch of different like um, tasks that it can prevent. Um, uh-huh. And so the one that that is the spell one is called Greater Absorption. Um, so it's basically just absorbing spells up to a certain amount. Um, the other orbs, I don't necessarily know what they do. And I with the greater
2: and as far as the one the greater absorption one, the one that you're able to recognize, uh, he you can notice he has two of those.
1: Two of the stones ah, floating around his head
2: are okay. greater absorption stones.
1: Okay. So he can absorb, I think, uh, up to 100 then. So, f- right? 50, 50 spell slot, 50 spell levels on one and then 50 spell levels on the other. It's a lot. Yeah, that's a, that is that hmm.
0: is. It's interesting. And what happens when you usually uh, try to slice one of those things with a sword? I don't just, know. No one's just tried. Of, just out of curiosity. No. Probably nothing.
1: Now with the mechanics of that Fran, right? Like, so because there's two different Ion stones, it's not like they overlap. So, right? Like, so if like one's down to like four levels and I cast a fifth level spell, he has to use, the, use other the other Ion one. stone, right? Correct. So once he's down to that no- that lower number, we can technically start using higher levels and be fine. Yeah, if you but... still have them left, yep. I know, I just it's, it's... I just used my only one, but Jarrell's got plenty, right?
2: We're talking a lot about future turns, but there's damage that might be happening here. Um, but here's the thing: if you choose to attack like one of those items and not him, you're attacking essentially an object that's not mm-hmm. him. And I yeah I, yeah
0: I understand I mean, that. No, yeah, yeah, I was I was considering my options, but I think I'm just gonna go ahead and start yeah. slicing, slicing, good. hacking away.
2: Let's see those attack rolls, buddy.
0: Let me just organize my objects and thoughts for a second.
2: Awesome. Wow, I was not expecting the 71 damage.
4: (laughs) That's why Didu wanted to do that so bad.
2: It's just that your friends were crowded around him a
4: bunch. Most of the time. or, Or Didu couldn't see him. Right, that too.
0: All right. All right. So I'm going to be starting with Jamiroquai.
2: And that's four attacks.
0: That's a nat 20. Ah. (laughs) Oh, I see. On my attack. I see. Hmm. Um, That's cool.
2: That's really good. That's a really good thing to happen. Give me a moment. I need to think about something now. Would you like to roll the rest of them? Just, Just for giggles?
0: Uh, yeah. Should I? Alright, yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll roll the rest of my three generic Y attacks. That sounds good. That is a 23. That's a 26. And that is a 13.
2: Um, 13 will not do it. You need uh, at least a nineteen.
0: I understand.
2: So, you crit though. Uh, I feel like I, I I I don't want to deny you the rolling of the damage. I, I feel like our audience wants to hear big damage number um, before any other things happen here.
0: That is eleven. Another eleven. Another eleven. 33. Uh, so that's 33 plus uh, 13. So okay. it will be uh, 46 total. 46
2: total. Okay. Um, and this Jamiro. is Jamiraquai,
0: which is what type of sword? Remind a plus me. Plus one long sword. It's a long sword. Okay. But it is one-handed right now, so it is a 1d8 instead of a 1d10.
2: Yeah, I mean, you go in there and just like you're, you're doing... Your, your weapon. I you did what
0: him. I promised to do. You're slashing You're a stabbing.
2: Um, and you see him sort of
0: recoil. Also, um, from his perspective, I just like blinked into his plane and just immediately <laughs> just started swinging. Yes. Him. With a blade. into I his have to face roll. and body.
2: I have to roll a few things because mirror image is still active. Dang it. So, uh, for the crit, does it hit Larlock? Oh fuck, it does. Okay, uh, so <laughs> I let the dice decide. Uh, you you got him first try. Uh, uh, shit. Okay,
0: so. How does that taste, you little fucker? <laughs> I would like for you to just.
2: De- I, I want to give you the the ability to describe to me what this attack looks like as you do reduce Larlock to below zero hmm. for the first. So, time. <laughs> but something else is going to happen. Yeah, not what you expect.
0: Uh, so the first attack I, I made, the 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 nat 20 was just a clean uh, uh, slice of his Achilles tendon. Just I just appeared, blinked into his plane and thrust my sword under his uh, under his uh, leg and uh, severed his Achilles tendon.
2: There wasn't even one there to begin with because he's, you know, kind of undead-ish, but sure, yes.
0: Well, whatever looks important uh, in terms of connective tissue and or structure to his body, slashed it, severed it. Yep, Done. Um, Next two uh, are just an X on his abdomen. Abdomen. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Abdomen. And uh, then... The I tried to, I tried to swing at one of the one of the little Ion stones above his head for my fourth one, and I missed.
2: When, when Larlock essentially, after Larlock takes these hits, you see that all of his mirror images disappear, and he begins to fall to the ground. Um, and he's just—you can just see him, like with his, you know, skeletal face, uh, make what can only be described as sort of a crooked smile. And he says, as he's as he like almost like in slow motion, right? Like his his gray thinned hair strands sort of like you know floating. Like it's almost in slow motion as he like sort of leans back right before he falls, and he just looks at you, Paradil, and he says, "I've already won. Don't you see? Good luck getting home. See you in a few centuries, or no, I won't. You won't be here." And then you just see him kind of start just turning to dust, and as he starts falling to the ground, like before he before his body even hits the ground, it's just just sort of ash, like he just got uh, snapped or staked. The sky begins to crack much more rapidly now. Uh oh, what's what's Um, that little
0: light doing? What's that little light of mine doing? It's growing very,
2: very bright. Um, You also hear as if Boris, you hear like what sounds like almost like a pin drop somewhere from where Larlock fell as well, although you can't quite identify what that sound is. Um, And then this light gets very bright and what it looks like you almost see this like visage of like a giant humanoid Like, creature thing, sort of now, like, emerging from the light in this void. And behind it, a swarm of tinier beings. Is that. Is that zero?
0: (laughs) Probably.
4: Oh, and all the modrons.
0: <laughs> Wait, the little light was zero.
4: Zero is uh the what? Not the uh, um the prime, uh, Primus, or the whatever. Primus.
2: Yeah, absolute <laughs> integer zero.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, my name is Mud. Is anybody's name Mud? I don't that know. is the Primus.
2: No, but. Uh, Zero, would you like to say something as you make an entrance here
3: and an entrance? He does make born to the earth on what appears to be a blocky throne. Zero is sort of lounging one of his long legs crooked over uh, what would be one of the side. When we say sides, it's kind of like a big, you know, like meter deep recess in this slab where he's sitting. And as you look closer, it's actually 15 cube Mojrons arrayed together as his throne that he is riding down on. His, um, His armor looks different in that he has significantly less of it. Even most of the wood is gone and he's just a metal frame. Looking more like um, almost tarnished copper than anything else. Also, just slightly hazy and indistinct. If you um, if you think of Pigpen from uh, from the Charlie Brown cartoons, it's a lot like that. Where it's just a cloud of what looks like dinginess around him.
2: All right. <laughs> So now you're coming from the air here. Like I'm saying, this you born to the earth, so to speak. Like this is just a chunk of terrain that you're floating down on with your swarm of modrons in tow.
3: Well, no, that is a chunk of fifteen cubic modrons arrayed as the throne. And after it touches down and he steps off of it, they separate and start floating around and behind. (laughs) Okay. Hey, um, so, uh, did I miss anything good?
4: Zero. Welcome. Uh, I, th- I think we defeated both Vecna and Lalak. They are gone now. Wait, Victor and who now? Uh, oh, uh, Felix, Felix. And Jarrell looks around. Is Felix's corpse anywhere? Um, that's a great question. If,
2: uh, if at least from where you are standing you don't see one but where Larlock's like ashiness would have fallen it was a little bit further away from where you are right now right so you'd have to go check
4: okay yeah uh, Jarrell is going to run and try to check while Zero makes his grand entrance Yeah, should going note... as
5: well because she heard the pin drop and wants yes. to seek that out <laughs> I'm going to note a couple things here first of all uh, Peridil, you're
2: feeling very cursed
0: that sucks um
4: and Jirel is still cursed?
0: Geralt and have, Quinn. Like, do I have like a sore throat, body ache? How do, how am I doing? It's
2: it's like your 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 body feels like you feel yeah, you feel almost feel like ill, but like not like you're sick. It's not like an infection, but you feel like you it's like, it's like almost like you feel your skin just it's just your skin's crawling like constantly. Um and you know, occasionally it's sometimes like hard to move.
0: Hmm. Am uh, and I still it, did it did it end fly for me? Am I like am no, I able to fly still? You're still able to fly. I'm still like kind of hovering in the air, but just feeling generally ill.
2: Yes. Um obviously we're out of initiative at this point for now. Uh sure. So that, you know, I'm not going to be doing the whole, like, skip your turn thing, right? But occasionally, like, you're just, you're just overcome. Occasionally, you're just going to be overcome with this sort of, like, almost, like, like, magical illness where you just, like, kind of have to take a pause. Because, like, you just, you're overwhelmed by whatever this, like, curses. Like, it's just, it clouds, it clouds your ability to do anything. Got it. So, Zero, like, you're, like, you're looking upon your friends scattered amongst... You know this battle, this this like destroyed battlefield. You can see like where like meteor impacts have like happened, and like you know there's like all these fallen pillars, that gigantic fallen tower, right? That uh, Vecna had erected. There's that shadowy door that's still lingering, um, like in the in the middle of this like little plaza you're in. Uh, the sky is cracking, and pieces are starting to break off of it. Uh, like it doesn't like like this is not a you know, like while we are, while this is definitely a reunion and we want to see some exposition, I just want to make sure that that backdrop is is constant here. Like everyone is very hurt, I'm assuming. Also, like no one looks great. Everyone's taken some hits. Like you're all spent. You're all tired. Um, yes, Larlock may not physically be here anymore, but he didn't seem to feel or sound all that defeated. Um, and so, and you and you are you're sitting here now in a in a realm or a world or a place that is literally falling apart.
0: So, I might add that Peridil might be extra troubled because the world around him is increasingly uh, resembling shambles.
2: Oh yes, I um, <laughs> the sh- the, 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 the feel like the sham—the the, the amount of shamboliness, shambolinity, shambolosity, shambolosity—that's the one—is uh, going to exponentially increase as time goes on. Uh, you can feel it in your bones, Paradil, as as that's someone who good. is who hates shambles. Uh, but for those who went to go check to see, you know, where, if Felix is there, um, yes. Felix's body is on the ground. And Boris, you notice that there is not, maybe, maybe about 10 feet from Felix's body, a paperclip.
0: Boris, don't
4: touch that paperclip. Jarrell is running up, uh... Does he notice that Boris... Does Paradel in- see the paperclip? Oh, yeah, Paradel is right there.
0: Uh, yes. All right, Paradel, as soon as he sees the paperclip, gets to work on another, like, enclosure, uh, like, little masterwork. Do you, like, use your, like, blacksmith
2: tongs to, like, pick it up so that yeah. you're not making contact with it?
0: Boris! I'm, I'm doing exactly the same thing as last time. I'm, I'm fashioning it into just a self-contained enclosure... Uh, some sort of clockwork device that I can rig to attach Lock it it. to somebody else.
2: Oh, okay, I see, I see, I see.
0: Okay, just the same thing that I, that I attached to the the, cross, <laughs> to uh, now the crossbow. Now you're weaponizing bolt it again. You're aiming to weaponize it again. But I, I'm not right now attaching it to a crossbow bolt. I'm just yeah. Now it's taking you. The it's thing. taking you some
2: time because again, this curse is just slowing you down. You like it's I just it. like the, what would be normally trivial for you is is taking you like some mental fortitude to try to like really, like, sure. focus on this task. Sure. Um, Felix is lifeless and, and, and sitting there in his alien, like, like his his, his actual true changeling form.
4: Um, can you... Um, so what... There's two things I can do here. But I want to try this one first. Now, Ray's dead... <laughs> requires... 500 gold pieces but that's like specific items is it,
2: it, it it's usually 500 gold of something
4: uh, of something do we specific. have that I don't know <laughs> uh what is what is the
2: material cost for that let's see
4: for raised a good dead, chance Morris has something close that might work it yes, requires also, a lot
5: of money on the ground but I don't know if that's still in use for something a diamond worth 500 gold. Oh, yeah, I've
4: got one of those. Boris, I need one of your diamonds. I think I can revive Felix.
5: Okay, Boris actually has to run back over to the area where all the coins are on the ground, because I realized from my notes from that episode... <laughs> what, the, pocket... the diamond is one of those things that's on the ground? <laughs> the pocket that I emptied had magic wands, several pieces of jewelry, nine muffins, and all the coins and jewels from Dr. Hyde's office. So yeah, I go, I root around, I find an appropriately sized diamond, or an, an inappropriately oversized diamond. This one's worth like 5,000 gold, not like, like, sure. it's like a, a fist-sized <laughs> diamond. Just like, come over and drop it.
4: Alright, uh, Jarrell, hold It in his hand, uh, it starts to glow. He puts his other hand on Felix's body, and the the diamond um, explodes and just completely, just a bunch of power flies out of it. Um, Is this enough to bring Felix back?
2: You know, it's funny because there's a condition in this spell, and it says if the creature's soul is both willing and at liberty to rejoin the body, the creature returns to life with one hit point. Felix does not return to life. Ah, and so that's. Yep. Jarrell, within you, the voice of Valen speaks. This one is long gone, my champion. His soul is not his own, and you, my champion, are not safe yet, and remain to be the only hope we have left. You must leave this place and leave quickly. Where, where? As that conversation's happening, hold. On, I want to just cut. I went before. I don't want to get too far because we have a lot of right. people here that I want to just kind of like get, get the get get the actions and, and happens, happenings of. Um, zero, you've just arrived. Okay, now you can see that they, everyone is sort of huddled by a, a, a lifeless Felix. Uh, Quinn. And I would, I would, actually Quint, I mean you're seeing the same thing. like what are the two of you doing? Like do either of you have something you're trying to do here? I mean, obviously zero, you've arrived so essentially at the end of a fight, but at the start of something else. So And again, also shadowy door in the middle of the um, situation still. Just want to make sure we get some you know, some banter, some dialogue, some everyone's sort of observations of the, the chaos that is still unfolding, even though the villain is no longer present. Which congratulations, by the way, you guys did great. I was not expecting, again, the 71 damage. I just want to maybe just take a moment and just like give you a give you a clap. That was that was excellent. Well played. Well done. Everybody yeah. um,
0: didn't kill him. We know he did. killed him, though.
3: Um, 71 damage when...
0: was a good start. Glad I... somebody finished it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had something he wasn't going to even stone his way out of, but. <laughs> Uh, Quinn points his rapier up to the sky and just shouts, I know it's important for our, for us to mourn our friend, but the sky is falling.
3: Yeah, I was about to comment. The weather is actually, um, an ironically, uh, relatively lovely here. But uh... <laughs> now, yeah, no, that's not the good news uh, you guys think it is. It's, um... oh, how do they put it in the cities? Shit's fucked, yo.
0: Um, Paradil puts his, uh, his paperclip work on on hold for a second. And, uh, he he walks over to the the corpse of Felix. And, uh, sort of takes a moment to reflect on, on their friendship. He thought for years and years and years that they were both gnomes. So he is at once, uh, deeply mourning but also feeling very confused and betrayed uh by his former friend um and he sheds a single tear and he takes out um the the clockwork fire starter from his from his gear that he he made and uh he sets it uh aflame. so it's like basically like a one clockwork candle and he, he sets it beside his friend. That's very sweet. Walks away. That's very sweet. Uh, t- towards
2: zero, I guess, or like mm-hmm. okay. Um. Boris. Uh, or just were there anything, anything else you're doing before I continue this conversation with Jarrell?
5: Um, I mean, Boris accepts what she just saw as the start of a funeral and puts a bubblegum cigar in Felix's hand, and then also walks over towards Zero.
2: <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Terrell, this conversation again is still happening inside of you because remember that you know, you you're, you absorb the spirits of like all of these yeah. these Celestials essentially, right? And so Valen continues. She says, "You alone must break this path now, you Jarell have already ascended to places that more, many mortals, never, you know, can only even dream of, or don't even think exist. You are the champion of the light now. Where I failed, you have succeeded. You are no longer my, just my champion, jor You are the champion of all that is good and righteous. But your work is not done, and it will never be done. Evil will always exist, and you must be the force to balance it. I can't teach you everything in one, uh, in in, in this short span of time. The important thing first is that you leave this plane, by any means necessary, by whatever tools you have available to you and your companions. What planes are left? All of that will be revealed to you in time. I can't see these things anymore, Jerrell. You are my eyes. You are the embodiment of justice and good. It's up to you to forge this path now, Jerrell, and ascend to your rightful place as the protector of all that is good.
4: Uh, looks at the portal. Is it, is it, it's just, um... It's a door. It's a shadowy door. Actually, a shadowy door. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks at the group and at Zero, we have to get out of here. Uh, I don't think there's much time for this place. Okay, um, well, where's that door go anyway? I wasn't looking forward to opening it, but I think that might be our only path. Uh, the dude pipes up, huh? I can, uh, uh, get us uh, somewhere. I don't know where, where.
2: Yeah, Zero mentions something about everything being kind of fucked. Uh, did, yeah. uh, did you want to elaborate that when he's talking about somewhere, Zero?
3: Yeah, so, um, what kind of somewheres did you have in mind? Um, is... I'm. I'm not really sure. I elaborated properly. So, um, are you sure that door doesn't go anywhere? Because I've got enough time for a summary, but not a perfectly good explanation. All right. Anyway, mechanics. Everyone's got it right. Plane of order. Order is awesome. Of yeah. I, I. I know. Stop. Don't don't look at me like that. I'm a little biased, but it's, it's it's awesome in that it is real when I say real I'm trying to pronounce a capital letter here so um how best to put this in ways that uh if you haven't programmed you no know, none of you have programmed anything there isn't even any programming going on here but um you know how an artist uses a like a reference Creation was using Mechanis as the reference for order and reality. Mechanis broke. Reality doesn't have a standard of reference for reality anymore, and it's driving everything absolutely bonkers. Mass hysteria, cats living with dogs, all of it. It's not good.
4: Zero's kind of like half listening to what sounds like Zero's ramblings, <laughs> 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 and, and opens the door to go in. Cause was he, he realizes that what Zero's saying that all these realities are just completely like. If, if to Do were to teleport us, who knows where? Where there would it take us? Yeah. Uh, so he uh, will we'll be the first to open the door.
2: Okay, the door. When you open the door, inside is what appears to be just like a 30 by 30 foot, like empty room with Vecna uh, unconscious inside of it. However, the the walls of this room are not just like your standard, like drywall or whatever, like stone wall or anything like that. Like they're just it almost looks like they're made of glass, but there's nothing on the other side of the glass. Right. It's like a shiny, like, but just dark surface. But you can even see that, like, like as you, as you, if you're staring into this room for any number of seconds, like, uh, it almost looks like the backdrop of space um, inside, like you know, like behind this, like, quote unquote, glass, and it almost looks like, um, <laughs> you know, when. And this is only going to probably make sense for people who've been exposed to uh, video cards that break but like when a video card is breaking on your computer like something that's creating your display and artifacting starts to occur where like little boxes and pixels and things like that start to like discolor or show up in weird places like that's what's happening in that backdrop as well it almost looks like like space is glitching out in whatever space this is in
4: and just vector sitting in here unconscious by himself
2: Yes, which, by the way, why don't I make me another end death save, <laughs> Vecna? It's been a while. Sure.
0: And I was expecting him to just be there, like, just standing in the middle of the room, hanging out.
3: That was a 12 on the die, so that's another uh, success fail.
0: Vecna
2: is
3: actively undying, dying. Yeah. Um, zero um, kind of makes what looks like a subtle nod, and eight of his cube modrons go into the room each of them goes to a corner and plants itself hard into the corner. Like, so each of the corners of the cube, like the top and the bottom. Sure. Okay. And he's like, uh, just like tells them as they're going through, hold it open. Okay. So each of the Modrons has gone like just, the the cube ones have just gone and slammed themselves into each of the corners of the room and are
2: to prevent it to prevent this, whatever this demi plane yeah, that, that, is right, from yeah. collapsing.
3: Essentially holding holding a little bit of pocket reality in there.
2: That makes sense, because as long as there's presence in there, you'll never lose sight of where that plane is, because if it once once this spell demi plane, like once this door disappears, then that's that dead that plane is quote effectively sealed off, right? You would you would have no point of reference as to where that is. It's just like an empty plane, small little plane of existence. Um, because that's how that shit works in, in this world, I guess. Um but sure, so they're 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 effectively holding it open and giving you sort of a, a planar reference point in case this door were to ever close, you'd be able to pinpoint on that with your knowledge now of like how those things operate. Zero, seeing as how uh well, you've gone through some ch changes uh, between the last time we saw you and now. Yes. Um But yes, reality is like falling apart. Uh, However, I I guess if if you were thinking about plane shifting or doing something like that, like it would still take you somewhere. Um, And I will start, I will say that it's going to get to a point where anywhere is going to be better than here soon enough. Uh, Legradex is still a destination potentially, but you know, uh, one might assume that Vecna being quote-unquote good and all, and that wish may have also had further repercussions than just, now Vecna's alignment is good.
3: Yeah, I hate to be the one to tell you, um, Mechanus was not the only realm that fell, um, so, yeah, um, the ones that define good and evil, uh, they're not working anymore either, so just, um, be prepared to be a little flexible with your morality if necessary. Don't worry, <laughs> there's no standard. By the way, is that Vecna? Uh,
4: sorry, Jarel uh, would like to do a religion check on how to revive a dead, evil undead god. Um, good, evil. He's undead. good now. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's Vecna. And is, his, I made him. I made him good.
4: Is there anything <laughs> we, we could do? to heal him knowing that my well seeing as how
2: we made holy like we made healing hurt him then i'm going to say that necrotic damage will heal him
0: okay <laughs> can any of us do necrotic damage because well wait can we can we close this logical loop because he he would be immune to necrotic damage in the first place right yes or would he take would he would be like, completely it. immune to it yes or would
3: he take half of it See, immunities, poison, bludgeoning, piercing and slashing from non-magical attacks. He has a resistance to necrotic. Oh, but OK, so it would be necrotic. half. It would be half. Be half damage. I'm glad I still had that sheet up.
2: <laughs> but I'm going to say just because we've already created this, like we, we've resurrected a rule that doesn't exist anymore in that Vecna took damage from being healed because like that was a thing from prior editions.
1: Um, So I, I can actually cast necrotic damage. Okay. Um, So I can, hold on, let me make sure I have, I have the, the spell slot for it. I do, I have one left. Okay. So (laughs) I have bestow curse. (laughs) So I can cast, um, so while the target is curse, oh wait. Nope, I read that wrong. Never mind. I thought I could cast necrotic damage. No, I just give it while it's cursed. So oh, I don't well, think that he's... makes any sense. Yeah, no. Okay. Sorry. Um,
5: Does the evil version of Jarl's sword do necrotic damage? Is that what they think?
3: Probably would. Gonna... I what do it you it if up? you stab him with it? Is it going to make him more dead?
4: We're trying to heal you. Yeah, I'm going to heal
5: you by stabbing you. I just I can't really pull the sword out of my own pocket.
2: It would. Yeah. And it also wouldn't deal just necrotic damage or it it would also deal slashing damage, which would be bad.
5: Hmm. Right. But just touching it made people's arms like so if I just like drop the sword on his chest handle down, would that like. (laughs) Would you want to try it? It's going to hurt. Is it going to hurt me? Yes. I need to find a way to get out of my pocket without touching
1: it. Okay. Wait, what's the What's the problem?
2: The cursed sword she has. Yeah, you can't touch it or it hurts you.
3: Hey, I got an idea. I send one of the round Modrons over for it. Did you just like open your pocket and let it reach in?
5: Cool. I can open my pocket big enough for a Modron.
3: Yeah, sure. The whole Modron doesn't even go in, but one of its arms in like Inspector Gadget, like snakes into there. (laughs) It just keeps feeding arm into there for like a good 10 seconds
2: until it pulls the sword out. (laughs) As the sword is pulled out, the Modron's eyes turn red and you feel you've lost connection to it. Uh, Zero. And it starts and it now holds the, the sword in an armed position ready to attack you. And that's what we're going to call this episode of the Happy Squares <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have I done? <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. The big bad might be gone, but the story's not quite over yet. So stay tuned. But until then, you can find us on the internet. We're on such places as Twitter, Instagram, all the ha- all the socials. Look for "Hapless Heroes" or "Hapless Heroes" podcast. Um, those places will have a pinned post or something in our description, or uh, that has like a link to uh, join us where we really socialize most of the time on the internet. And that's our Discord server. Uh, it's totally free to join. It's a great community we got built in there. We're always talking about different things we're discussing you know the latest episodes and the spoiler tag discussions we're sharing pictures of our wonderful little uh, animals at home all things uh come join the conversation we'd love you to be a part of it it's a really cool place to hang out and now if you really really like us we'd also love it if you left us a five-star review in the podcast service of your choice um it just helps us you know be more visible to other people honestly we just we you know the more people you can recommend this show to the, the better off we are and we love reading your kind words it keeps the wind in our sails and um if we catch you know one of your reviews we'll read it on the air we'll acknowledge you for the five-star keeping you are it's a really great thing we also have a five-star channel in our aforementioned discord server where you can also say some nice things about us and we will acknowledge you uh, but now if you really 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 like us you can donate to our patreon it's patreon.com we have a whole bunch of rewards, uh, most of them accessible right at $5 a year, you know, the price of a cup of coffee every month. We got behind-the-scenes audio, we got a little, like, show, midi show we've been doing called Between Two Episodes, where we just, like, riff on a topic for anywhere between 20 to 40 minutes and just kind of go. Uh, and it's a great little time. We encourage you to check that out. I've also added the ability to actually, uh, you have a private RSS feed now if you join our Patreon, if you're a current or, ex- uh, or new subscriber, so that you can take all those audio posts we do and put them in your favorite podcast player app and make it that much easier for you. And that link is personalized to you specifically, You also get a shiny roll on Discord that sounds server. Advanced, yeah. That's pretty sounds cool. Really impressive. Some of our some of our listeners asked for it, and uh, so they shall receive. Um, so yeah, uh, please, you know, if you think about it, join us. It's a great, it's it's cool. We you know we hope you like the rewards. Check it out, see if it's right for you.
0: And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Fashion a wig out of uh, moss and twigs and sticks which are different from twigs because they're sized differently in both length and uh circumference and uh go to a science museum and just prop yourself up in the corner and uh, put uh, a little label placard on yourself that says um the first hapless heroes podcast listener And then uh, have a little, little description of yourself, and and that says uh, you were driven to insanity, and made uh, this wig because there's something wrong with your little brain because you listen to our podcast too much. (laughs) Wow. Okay.
2: Cool. Uh, Nothing left for me to do now besides outro this cast for you starting on my uh, virtual right. We've had John playing Lord Jarrell the Light, and until next time. Zach as Paradil and Bregnard. Good Bye Nicole as Boris the Butcher
5: I don't want to be stabbed by that thing
2: Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind
1: He looks at his other two doppelgangers and he says I'm still
2: handsome as ever oh, my Fucking god And Dave as Vecna but good and also Zero It's been
3: real Everyone
2: <laughs> and I'm Francesco I've been your host and DM tune in next week when we see what the aftermath of this whole situation is and well how this whole thing ends uh, I love you bye bye
0: bye bye,
4: bye.